There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome everyone to yet another episode of the Bobo and Flex show. My name is Bobo and I am your host and I'm with the beautiful Flex, also known as Flex Mommy on the internet. Today's a brand new segment called What Would Bobo and Flex Do? This is the segment where you send in your scenarios and you send in your questions and we tell you what we would do. So following up from our previous episode, we were talking about sex and virginity, sexual trauma, um, swallowing or spitting. <laughs> we're going to answer your questions. Um, we're going to take a look at some of your dilemmas and we're going to let you know what we would do. This one, we're going to try. We're really trying to not go on for hours and hours, but it's hard, guys. There's just so much to say, but we're trying. We're trying. So just bear with us while we learn. Um, Flex, do you want to come in with the first question? I do. Hold on one second. So I reckon I'll start yeah. with one of the, the long ones that mm. are a bit more... Um, considered not explicitly about sex perhaps they are anyway let's start with this one yeah this question is by a person who asked it to bobo so shout out to them they've said essentially they're a non-intentional 22 year old virgin and by that it just means they're not abstaining from sex for any particular reasons other than that most men don't impress them same So in high school, they it, it, in high school they figured they'd have sex in college. It didn't happen. Now they're wrapping up college. They still haven't had sex. It's becoming a thing. They're becoming really self conscious about their lack of experience, and they're beginning to date people more regularly now. And their lack of experience is making them insecure. Um, so this person is wondering if they should announce their virginity for transparency. Is it even worth announcing? Should they hide it? How would we navigate that experience? Bobo, I think you should start. How would I navigate this experience? So, well, I think back to when I was a virgin and having sex for my first time. I, I don't think that being a virgin is anything to be self-conscious about and therefore is anything that you need to announce. But if it would make you more comfortable in the moment, then maybe that's what you should do. Personally, I don't believe in the concept of virginity because there's no such thing. It's also just not inclusive. So if you're queer, how is it that a guy is going to take your virginity? Like you're a queer woman, you only have sex with women. How is a guy going to take your virginity? It just doesn't make sense. Um, for me personally, my virginity renews every new moon because <laughs> I'm a new bitch. Absolutely. Every I'm a time new I bitch. get a new wig, my virginity renews. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I'm a new bitch and I'm just renewed and refreshed and ready to go in. And also just, I also realized that like, your your sexual life has contractions and expansions just like everything else in your life so there'll be 
periods where like you're very virginal and there'll be periods where you're literally like the most sexually active person in the world and I just think like the concept of virginity just doesn't make sense and it's very like heteronormative and very much geared towards male pleasure centered around male pleasure Um, and it's just not relevant in this day and age so once you know that every sexual experience with a new person is going to be like losing your virginity, it takes the pressure mm. off. Um, I honestly feel that way because I feel like every time I go in with a new person, it's it's a whole new experience. You know what I mean? And every time I'm learning something new about my body that I didn't know before, and I'm learning something new about pleasure that I didn't know before. So I'm this is my virginity just stays renewing itself. So honestly, the thing you fear is really not to like minimize your your sentiments, but the thing you fear is really non-existent. Just like go in knowing that every day my yoga teacher told me this. Every time you come onto the mat, you are a student. And I apply that same mentality to sex. Every time you step into the bedroom, you're a student. So, like, go in like that. How do you feel? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I agree with those sentiments. I'm trying to think practically to what I felt about being a quote-unquote virgin when I was. Mm. Um, and part of what deterred me from telling the people that I was going to sleep with or engage in sexual activity with is the stigma behind behind inexperience. Mm. But I also think that when you're in that position, when you don't have experience, you kind of would like someone to be a bit gentle with you and consider that you don't have, um, you don't have, uh, some insight around the right way to behave, how much pressure is too much pressure, what feels yeah. good, what doesn't feel good. And so if someone had that in mind when they were having sex with you, it would be helpful. Um, so if you're worried about it in terms of like pleasure and pain and discomfort and comfort, I would say it would be helpful to be like, just a heads up, like I'm a virgin and, you know, don't really know what I'm doing. So just so you yeah. know. So they can treat you accordingly as opposed to being like, let me like bust that. it wide open. Let me throw it back. And you're like, <laughs> I don't literally didn't know that my armpits could be in a erogenous zone. So I just didn't know what you were doing down there. And now I'm aware that you were trying to get me off, not where I like it. You don't know what you don't know. And I think for your, to preserve, because as we said before, your first sexual experiences dictate your future sexual experiences. And if you go into your first one with deceit and deception and performance, then that might be, the rest of your sexual experience. I'm only unlearning this shit recently. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you don't have to moan. Sometimes you don't have to say shit. Sometimes you've got to close your eyes. Sometimes you just don't want to, you don't want to fuck because you're, you know, your wetness knows when you know, and sometimes you don't know. Um, so that's what I would do. I didn't do that because, uh, I didn't feel some kind of way about being inexperienced because I just wasn't going to be shamed for that. Um, yeah. and I also didn't Why'd trust, and I also didn't trust the person I was sleeping with TBH to take those <laughs> things into consideration. So I was like, this is the risk I'm taking. I'm going to go in loose, see, Um, but wow. now in hindsight, yeah, I think it would be, um, it'd be good to know. Yeah. I also think like we really overhype sex. Oh yeah. Honestly speaking. Like I think the first for a lot of women, 
a lot of women a don't enjoy sex mm. um and feel that there's something wrong with them <laughs> because it's it seems like everyone's sex life is so much better than yours but that's just perception Absolutely. that's just like the highlight reel of sex lives that's not actual reality and i think that like the expectation and the stories we create around losing your virginity and like what sex is supposed to be like makes your first time such an anti anti climax if you just go in with just no expectation besides like i want to have a good time and experience my body it'll be fine mm. like it'll actually be okay and also knowing that if you have shit sex it likely isn't also your fault me at my yeah. big age has spent all this time becoming sexually liberated to go and fuck men who are as aggressive <laughs> as, you know, high school students, essentially. You know, so wow. it's kind of like, it really takes two to tango. And my mum was telling me that from from time. And I was like, well, what are you talking about? It really does take two people really committed to the experience to have a good time. Yes. So that's that question. Let's talk about, actually, let's touch on virginity as a concept. And while Mm. we can both agree that, you know, as hetero women, it really is frustrating that a man had to, you know, be the, I don't know, the start of our sexual liberation. What do you, how would you feel, Bobo, if you met a guy that you were very interested in pursuing a relationship with and you found out he was a quote unquote virgin? Honestly, it would make me a lot more comfortable because I feel like it would take the pressure off of me to live up to his expectations that has formed from his past. I just really like the idea of going in with like a clean slate. And I also don't believe um, that like sexual experience to a large extent really affects how much you enjoy sex. Mm -hmm. I think that sexual compatibility is a lot more important and like, your ability to be vulnerable with someone so i think what will make a good sex experience is less is this person experienced and more is this person willing to like be open and vulnerable and listen to my body and like you know just be attentive like that's more important to me so i feel like i'd be down all in all like Mm. i'm chill with that how do you feel i disagree but what's new? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what is actually new? What is new? Um, I'm a bit fearful of people whose uh, sexual experience is based in the consumption of porn or the idea or the imagination of sex. I feel mm. as though, like, so much of... Yeah, I just don't trust that you have a good idea of understanding of what sex should be like when your only understanding of it is in a performative theater sense and so i'd imagine if i was sleeping with somebody who hadn't had sex with a person um so just with the robot yeah they would have really grandiose ideas of how it would happen and um yeah like i just it doesn't make sense to me i was talking to a friend of mine who said that he was having sex with a girl who performed like there was another camera in the room so she kind of like opened herself up to you know the invisible camera (laughs) And she, like, rode him reverse cowgirl. And he was like, I just feel like this is harder than it needs to be. And, <laughs> <laughs> and 
just couldn't connect with him because she was too busy performing to the cameraman and the team who weren't in the room. And that's... Yeah. And, and that's a real consideration to have. So my, my concern isn't the lack of experience in terms of sexual prowess. It's what experience you think you have based on um, consuming entertainment. That is the tea. I do agree with you in that if your only sexual experience, if your only experience of sex is from porn, then it's probably very warped. Mm-hmm. You could be in your mid fifties, mid forties, and still not really know what you're doing just because, like, you've only had sex with one person, for example. And like now this is a new experience and you're bringing those experiences into this one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think either way, you're going to bring your past experiences into your current sexual experiences. So I don't know, are we just fucked either way? Well, yeah, because I mean, every new person you have sex with is a new sexual relationship to build between the two of you. And that's why Mm. I'm always harping on about talking about the kind of sex you've had and the kind of sex you want to have. Yeah. Because there's this presumption that we're all the same sort of, we're all on the same journey or at the same space in time when it comes to um, our sexual exploration. And we're just not. And there's the presumption that men should know more than we do about how to experience pleasure. And they don't know shit. Not my understanding of the sex I've been having. I'm like, okay, okay, it's just a few, we're just going to do mission. Okay, just missionary, cool, cool. (laughs) So we're not going to turn the lights off. We're not going to switch it up. Because we're not going to look at each other's bodies and compliment them. Okay, no, fine. Oh, you, you oh don't. Oh, my God. Fine. Complimenting. Absolutely. That validate your is... partners, people. Validate your partners. Oh, Sex... my God. If you don't compliment me, it's done. Mm. It's over. It really Like, is. you need to be telling me that I look like a glazed donut <laughs> the whole time. From beginning Aye. to end. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss I reminded to the other episode we did when we talked about how we don't compliment men enough and I compliment men uh, outside of sex more so than in sex I'm going to try and unlearn that but again I haven't had sex in like a week and a half so you know that could be three (laughs) weeks it could be four weeks I just don't know what you know what I'm doing these days but Um, also like what do you say um hmm. you know i've once said i think like men don't have the shelving space to hold compliments in the same way that we do yeah you know i once like told this guy that he's beautiful and he was so awkward he (laughs) he just didn't he didn't like accept it he was like no no no, you're beautiful oh just take the compliment yeah everyone's learning on the topic bobo do you think that people or you could have a happy relationship without sex Ooh, i'm not gonna lie i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) okay let me be clear yeah we could date, but there's going to be other people. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to be an open relationship. Yeah. 
but that that's fine but i also think um we don't talk enough about like asexual people mm, because we're not asexual and i only actually know two people who are asexual but i always wondered like what does that mean as far as like intimacy and affection goes mm. so like question for you if you were to date someone who's asexual do you think that you would be compatible like could you do it I'm trying to imagine what that looks like. And I think if I fully... It's because I don't really understand the full sex, the, the full spectrum of what it is to identify someone who's asexual, as we kind of touched yeah. on before. Generally, I think I've made a lot, of, um, a lot of leeway around sex. I'm kind of like, okay, if you come quick, we can work on that. If you are sexually regressive, we can work on that. If you perform too much, we can work on that. That yeah. I'm not doing all this self-work not to have sex wow you know and so wow and i think i've made a lot of leniences like i've talked about how there's this emphasis on climaxing and that i can find that pleasure within myself so i'm not relying on my partner to do that for me but in a sense i like sex as an activity and i don't want to be and like having access to that activity and then not doing it just seems Mm. nonsensical to me but i think for the right person anything is um you're able Anything's to work possible. around it, but you'd need to be like, you'd need to be the hubby. You'd need to be like the mandem, not for any common. Or would you comment. open up the relationship? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm just not gonna not have sex, babe. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly how I'd say it to you. I'm just gonna not yeah. have not have sex, babe. Like, <laughs> hear me out, like. <laughs> Yeah, that's Are it. Are we fuckboys? I think to... we're fuckboys. I, I think I'm a fuckboy, actually. I've done a lot of thinking. <laughs> and I've really come into my fuckboy over the last, like, six to eight months. I swear down. Yeah, I think we all have a... Like, I ghost. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm a fuckboy. I'm definitely a fuckboy. Um, it's because I'm selfish. Because I really oh, do believe if I'm operating at my optimum, it's better for everyone. <laughs> you are such an Aries. Honestly. Like you created Ariesness. <laughs> yeah. um, I love it. But yeah, we have the to. Next... We'd have to open up the relationship because if there was something yeah. I didn't do, like if you really needed um, a girlfriend that was going to cook for you, I'm not going to cook. But what I can do is make sure that we have access to Uber Eats stocked. You know what I mean? Like I've got the yeah. I've got these meals, babes. So don't even worry about it. Or if you really needed a girlfriend who. Um, was into exercise and fitness, I would introduce you to a PT that you could talk to. (laughs) And I could rid myself of that responsibility. There are ways to work around it. But I don't think, like, of all the things I need to compromise on in a relationship, sex should not be one of them. I don't like like this hypothetical scenario. But can you be happy? Sure. Can you be completely fulfilled? Maybe not. That's a good distinction to make Mm -hmm. between being happy and being fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. A word. Okay, we have another question here. And it is, as a woman with past sexual trauma, how can I become more comfortable in my body when it comes to sex? Ooh. What's the trauma? I know. I think it I think it's contextual. Mm. Um I think honestly time is the biggest when I think about like my experience with sexual trauma and how I don't necessarily, I don't know if you ever fully get over it. You just become more at peace with the pain. 
Um, and I think that's just time, like over time, like learning to love yourself, learning to exist in your body and being very selective and mindful of who you engage with sexually. Just having really like hard standards, like for me, like aggressiveness that in a certain way is triggering. So I just have to be like, nope, don't touch my neck like that. And that's just that. It's a hard one. Yeah, I think there's so much context that we're missing here. But I agree with the last statement you made about being super, super, super discerning about who you invite into your vessel. Mm. I can say that I have not been very discerning about who I allow into my vessel. And even though I'm not emotionally connected to those people, they haven't like emotionally triggered me, the amount of brain space you spend talking about the people who once were is too much. And you just let people like terrorize your mind and your brain, your perceptions on connection. And sometimes it's just not worth it for, you know, some temporary dick. Like what if the stroke is below average and you know you gotta you you gotta harbor (laughs) all that shit, you know? That's my trauma. What Um, is the stroke? Average dick average dick that's attached themselves to me just due to proximity of experience is what's happening to me. People who have been inside me and now assume just because they have access to me, whether it be my mind, my experiences, my friends, my career, my future. And I'm like, babes, I don't know you. (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) to have made it seem as though now you're allowed to engage with me in a certain way. I'm learning. But yeah, be very discerning and more discerning than you think you need to be because people yeah, put on a higher front. Standards. We like the dating and and romance and intimacy is so built on a foundation of manipulation and you can fight me if you think otherwise. But so much of what we're taught to do is conceal our true ways, uh, you know, lure people in, trap them, say the right things, do the right things, perform. And so often when you think you've found a good person to share yourself with, you probably haven't. So do the extra, extra research. Get those reference checks. Test this person. Gauge their morals and ethics. You don't owe anyone access to you if you don't want it. A word. There we have it. You don't owe anyone access to you unless you want to. And I think we have time for one more. Do you have a preference, Bebo? Oh, this one. This question, and we are going to answer this in two minutes because we've got to wrap it up. Um, This person says, I struggle with not being an awkward... Oh, wait, let me start again. I struggle (laughs) with not being an awkward fuck. Any advice? (laughs) This one, I felt it in my chest. I don't relate, but honestly, I I see you. Bebo? I... You know what? I think we need to we need to embrace awkwardness more. <laughs> like this honestly, you know what I realized? You are honestly no one is as awkward as they think they are. Awkwardness is more of a perception than a reality. I'm I always feel awkward like around humans, like especially new humans, a lot of humans 100% always feel awkward. But I've gotten so used to the feeling of awkward that I'm I'm like actually cool with it. And I I also think that, like, a lot of social anxiety is driven just by the pursuit of perfection. But the gag is that no one cares for your, like, perfection. Like, people want to connect with real humans and not people who are perfect. So, 
just be be your awkward self and that will be so charming i also love awkward guys as a side note yeah i, think it's I so like cute. awkward guys yeah like awkward shy like guys who are nervous yeah i love I do. that love mm. that shit I'm a fan. Yeah, I agree. This is why I love playful sex. I feel like there's a certain... I mean, when you see sex performed in porn and in movies, there's a certain rhythm that just doesn't exist often in real life sex. Like, people mm. just know that, like, one person wants to do this and I'm going to sit on your face and then we're going to, like, flip you over and then we're in reverse cowgirl. That rhythm just doesn't always exist in real life sex. And you would yeah. know that because you're probably not having a lot of sex that's not 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 awkward performative Performative, so um i would say lean into the awkwardness and start having playful sex like feel free to have fun and make your jokes and communicate when you're feeling these awkward things and you might be surprised that your partner is also feeling them too fact if two insecure people are coming together they're going to engage in insecure activity yeah i don't know if it's possible to ever like not be insecure about anything at all oh no But you can pick and choose, and sex is not one of those things. I mean, if you're even in a position where you're having consensual sex, it is clear that both parties are attracted to one another. Yeah. What is there to be insecure about? (laughs) Unless you've done extreme catfishing, and you're like, fuck, I've really gone too ham on this face tune. (laughs) Those photos from from two relationships ago when I was, like, three sizes smaller. Oops. Then I get why you'd be a little bit concerned about being awkward and hiding your bits and stuff. But to be honest, like... Like, genitals aren't cute. They've no, never been cute. Um, and Vaginas are kind of cute. No. They're all, like, soft. And... I mean, like, <laughs> objectively, there's a beauty in all of it. But if you're relying on this, yeah. your, your body um, to be pristine and the sex you're having to be without fault or flaws, then that's why you feel awkward. Mm. Lean into it. Like, the amount of times I've, like, you know like thrown my hands out in the throes of joy and like whacked a glass at the table or like elbowed a guy in the eye. Yeah, or I, you take off your bra and there's like a gummy bear. Yeah. Like it just <laughs> Oh my it's god. Just like there's always some shit, you know? Some people vomit on dicks. Like this shit <gasps> happens. I haven't, but I'm I've heard. Crying. Um, know. you know, and then sometimes you might find like a bit of excess toilet paper in your pubes and you're just like, oh, why is that there? <laughs> or like a bit of lint, a bit of lint from your underwear, you know, or, uh, you know, whatever it might be, or like a little pubic hair in your, t- in your tooth when you were going <laughs> I love that though to me that shows dedication Dedication. you need to come up like having flossed your teeth (laughs) if you didn't floss your teeth did you eat me out you didn't eat me out like that's my philosophical question of the day don't worry about it if you're not gonna come through with you know your teeth on a new one then don't even worry about it yeah no we're good we're good here but that is us we did it I think that's all we have time for today this was a short one I'm so proud of us (laughs) Um, we get so many questions, so we will definitely try to answer most in upcoming episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the surprise part two conversation. Once again, follow us, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. Give us a review, five stars, because it helps us make more content. And follow us on Instagram at Bobo and Flex. Thank you for tuning in. We love you guys so much from your favorite fairy godmothers. Bye. Bye. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.